You're listening to The Kerry Hurling Show with me, Aidan Leahy. This podcast focuses on all things small ball in the kingdom and this week on our premiere episode we hear from Kerry Senior Hurling Selector Pat Bennett, Belly Hoig and Kerry player Michael Lean, Cork Hurling Boss Pat Ryan, Rebel Hurler Damien Cahillan, Limerick Selector Donal O'Grady and from one of the greatest hurlers of all time, Owen Kelly. This is episode one of the Kerry Hurling Show. Very welcome to episode one of the Kerry Hurling Show. My name is Aidan Leahy. You may remember me from such work as the Clubcast with Abby Dorney GA on Facebook. I also host the Big Red Bench on Cork's Red FM every Saturday. You may also hear from me from time to time doing commentary with Munster GA and Stream Sport. I've started this podcast as a way of shining the spotlight on, on hurling within the county, both club and inter-county. I hope it can be a positive forum for discussion. I absolutely welcome all interaction from listeners. I know the passion we all have for hurling in Kerry and it would be great if we can have a place for that debate, a healthy debate and a respectful one as well. Our email is kerryhurlingshow at gmail.com. That's kerryhurlingshow, all one word and lowercase at gmail.com. If you would like to send any thoughts, any ideas, I would love to hear from you. 2023 could be a massive year for Kerry Hurling. The Kingdom have come close to promotion in the league on a few occasions in recent years and, of course, in the Joe McDonough. And I think there's a real possibility this year that silverware will come to Kerry. Stephen Malumphy goes into his second year as manager. He will have a much better knowledge of his playing group and that group will be building on the work from 2022. First up for Kerry is the Co-op Superstores Munster Hurling League. A lovely fixture, Thursday the 5th of January, Austin Stack Park in Tralee, the spiritual home for hurling in the Kingdom Cork come to town. Uh, the opening game of the upcoming co-op Superstores Munster Hurling League will be the first competitive match for Tipperary's new manager Liam Cattle and he will travel to play his old team Waterford managed now by Davy Fitzgerald. That's Tuesday, January 3rd. Clare are the other county in Group 1. Then, new Cork manager Pat Ryan, as we said, will make his competitive debut away to Kerry on Thursday, January 5th, before hosting All-Ireland champions Limerick on Thursday, January 12th. It's the Shannon Siders' first game since their All-Ireland success last July. They will then be taking on Kerry after that. The 2023 Co-op Superstores Munster Hurling League final is scheduled for Sunday, January 22nd and all games will be shown live either via Munster GA or TG Cahar. I went along to the launch of the Munster Hurling League in the Raheen Co-op Superstores outlet and we can hear the thoughts, first of all, from Kerry selector Pat Bennett. All right, we're here at the launch of the 2023 Co-op Superstores uh, Munster Hurling League. I suppose this has been a very positive competition for Kerry last year, a huge day in Tralee against Tipperary, a massive win, a historic win and uh, hopefully maybe the, the same again in January. Yeah, look, um, well, what the important thing from Kerry is to be playing all these monster teams, right? And you're playing at a higher level, and you're playing Liam McCarthy teams, so, like, this is only going to improve us, as the team is going to improve us. And, like, the win against Tip, even, even though Tip were missing a few last year, you know, it was still good, it was good for morale, it was good for everybody. And, look, this is where we have to aim. We want to aim to be playing these teams every day these are the teams we want to be playing against you know and we have to go and reach that level 
yeah, I suppose for Stephen as well, like it was his first, I suppose, appearance before before the Kerry hurling folk in Tralee that day. It was huge for him to get that win. Yeah, look, when you're new and into it, you know, you're, you're always trying to win these matches and um, whatever matches come, you know. But I know we we and Stephen would have probably better off if we could win if we could win the league and win the Joe McDonough. That's what we're looking at, okay? Now it was great to win the first game and it's great because it just gives you a boost and it all the things you're doing. For the players, they see, well, look, we're doing this, this is what we're getting out of it. Where if you're losing matches, it's just that bit harder, you know, to get the morale and keep it going. So it was, it was a great win. We hold, we hold well. We, we deserve to win it. We didn't steal it right now. We deserve to win the game. And it's about us pushing on from here now. Yeah, year two now. Um, what is, I suppose, in contrast to last year when you came in and got your first group of players in the door? Like, I presume there's a focus now on developing that squad that you had in year one. What have, you, have you done anything differently this year in terms of getting the first sort of group through the door again? Yeah, we have. Like, we've brought in, um, like, we got to see an awful lot of the club games this year. So we got to see all the lads that we want potential and we're looking at. We have 12, 11 or 12 under 20s with us. So we knew they wanted strength and conditioning. So we've kind of taken them in for the last three, four months. So they've been doing strength and conditioning. So they are building. So, like, some of them are only 18 and 19. They're not going to be for this year, it could be for the next year or the year after. Now, some of them will jump up, but like we feel that if we don't bring on these 20s and bring them up to the level in two years' time when they should be playing, they won't be physically able to maintain what they're at. So we've brought them in. We've, we've uh, some new guys that we saw in the club championship brought them in. But look, the big thing from our point of view is that they've driven it on from another level from last year. You know, they're picking it up again and, and they're going. and. Like, it's hard when you go away for a couple of months, you think, okay, they'll drop the standards, but in fairness, these guys didn't drop standards. You know, if anything, they've, they've pushed on again. So their fitness levels, we'd be hoping, their strength and conditioning, we'd be hoping they'll be bigger, stronger, fitter this year, you know? There was quite a big break, I suppose, for most of the club players in Kerry. I know we had the North Kerry Championship, all right, which kind of only finished up a couple of weeks ago, but there was maybe a couple of clubs only really playing, and we'd maybe the under-21s as well, but... Causeway were the only team that have kind of played meaningful hurling in the last three months. Is that an issue going forward? A, a three months layoff for players after the championship ends around July? Look, it, it's always an issue because when you look at all the top teams like the Limericks and all and the Waterford's tips, they're all playing hurling all the way up. You know, they don't stop. You know, be it club, be it whatever, they're still playing at a high level. The problem is if you lay off with hurling, it's very hard. You need to have a hurling in your hand all the time, you know, to keep it and to maintain it and go up. But in fairness, the lads have been doing wall ball sessions. They have been working hard on it, you know, because like what you're trying to do is get their touch quicker, faster. That's what it's about. And we're trying to do that with them, be it at the minute we have like uh, 44 guys in training, you know, that has to be dropped to 35. It's hard because they've put in a really good session, good effort for the last three, four months um, with the gym and with the hurling. So but this is it, we, you know, this is the guys and they have to drive on and, you know, the one thing that I think the lads found out from us last year is that we're fair and honest and if you're performing, you keep the jersey and if you're not, you don't, that's the way it is, you know. Will you be looking at using then, you know, kind of 30 plus fellas in, in the Munster Hurling League with, with the couple of games that are there? Will you be just getting as, as, ma- as, as much game time into as many different guys as possible or will you be using it to set up the league campaign and get a rhythm going within, you know, a, a 20, 25-ish uh, panel of players that, that you want for the league? Yeah, we have, a, we've, we've, we have a couple of 15 on 15 matches that we've played already. Plus we have um, we've matches set up in January as well. So I think in the Munster League, you know, teams aren't going to come 
to us the stacks now and take us lightly so they're going to come fairly strong and we have to be ready you know with the team that, that we think is at the moment is our best team and we're going to play with that and like we don't want to dilute it we, we want to make sure that we are competing because we want to compete with these guys and like we want to win at the end of the day we're going to win like we've got Cork on the on the fifth and it's it's you know that's daunting enough when they're coming to town and then we've got Limerick the All-Ireland champions you know so like we want guys wanting to play against them so like if you do it you earn your jersey and then we don't want to take it off easy and we don't want to dilute it so I think like we will be going for those two matches and then we've, we've, we've seen it, nearly everybody they've all got game time so we've seen an awful lot of them and it's about us and about coming to the next level and that's he's playing these teams you know yeah, I think this year there will be an expectation for Kerry to certainly try and secure promotion in the league. And after losing so many Joe McDonough finals, and we, we've always kind of lost them in a bit of a blaze of glory as well. Like, you know, always fine margins. Like, promotion and getting to another Joe McDonough final, at least, I imagine, are, are two huge goals for, for 2023. Yeah, look, we're taking it game by game. So we're, we're taking them once the league first, and we want to win that. And then we want to start with our league well and go and win that one. Uh, we lost to down in the first league game, so we don't want to do that. We we're going away to Derry, tough game, you know, it's long drive, long everything, and it's tough. They're a good side, and we have to get ready and try and beat them. The big thing about losing Joe McDonough's, talking to the lads last couple of weeks, there's only six of this panel have played in the three McDonough's. So technically, a lot of these guys are only playing their first Joe McDonough. So like we're taking it, it's not about all the guys that lost. I think, I think last year there was it went it went kind of six, and then it went seven, last two, and. I think it's 11 last last three that's the kind of way it is but like overall the panel you know a lot of them this is the first joe mcdonough so like we're, ta- we're we'll take it as our first thing to go and try and win the joe mcdonough but again that's a long way down the line that doesn't start till april at the minute we're just looking at the um, once the league and then we're going to look at the league absolutely well hopefully it's going to be a very positive year for kerry harland thanks a million for joining us no problem thanks a million. i enjoyed that chat a lot it was uh, interesting to hear about the process of picking that panel this year. 44 guys in there. Nine, unfortunately, I suppose, will be let go. Uh, but from from what Pat said, it sounds like a, a positive start. And it's great to hear Pat saying how Kerry want to win the league. They want to go after the Joe McDonough. And they want to be Cork and Limerick and win the Munster Hurling League. You know, it's obviously going to be a very, very difficult task. But I love to hear that because it sends a message to the players and also supporters, you know, that we're not just not just here to make up the numbers so uh, yeah great to talk to Pat and hopefully I'll speak to him uh, throughout the year as well on many occasions let's hear now from Ballyhigh and Kerry player Michael Lean Alright Michael we're here at the launch of the 2023 Munster Hurling League I'm speaking to Pat there and you know I mentioned how last year was a very positive competition for Kerry getting a win against Tipperary in, in, in Tralee and Cork coming down again another massive opportunity to take on a, a big Hurling big stronghold yeah, it's really great to have that game at home as well against uh, Cork. Probably brings that extra bit of a crowd, gets more attention, and it's a good start for us preparing for the National League. Yeah, like year two, I suppose, with Stephen now, and like he'd be wanting to develop that squad, and you played a massive part last year, so you'll be looking personally as well to kick on now next year. Yeah, trying to push on another level again. Um, you know, always trying to find those weaknesses and improve on those. And you learn the most playing against the likes of Cork and Limerick. They're the best teams in the country. That's where you you learn like about your own game as well. There's plenty of young guys coming on the scene now, and like we saw from a, a very good club championship. To be fair, you know, plenty of young lads making their mark with your own club, Belly Hig and Belly Duff as well. Of course, plenty of young guys. So it's positive to see that coming through, and it'll be interesting to see how they you know incorporate into the team going forward. 
yeah, looking forward to seeing them all, you know, develop and hopefully they'll get their chance as well throughout the year. Um, some of them are well able, they're putting in a lot of work on the gym side of things too, which is obviously a big part of the game. Um, but like the young lads, you know, there's big demands on it, so I suppose it does suit the young lads now to, to really buy into it um, and, you know, add to this squad again because we need that depth. You see, it's a competitive year, a lot of injuries and we just need plenty of numbers in the squad like yeah having been so close last year now I presume there'll be a real drive to kick on get that promotion in the league and finally get over the line maybe in the Joe McDonough as well oh 100% like obviously the goal will be to to get back to where we were last year but there's no guarantee of that um, every game is very competitive in league and championship you could be close to promotion and relegation it's just that tight you can't really you know, take any team for granted. Absolutely. Michael, best luck for the year ahead. And thanks for Michael is a very good example of a player who improved so much under Stephen Blumphy last year. Uh, he played a big part uh, in the league and in the Joe McDonough. So we wish him the very best of luck for the coming season. He had a big club championship as well for his own club, Ballyhigh, who had probably the best championship they, they've had in a, in a long, long time. So uh, improvement there across the board. And uh, yeah, as we said, Many young players coming into the squad, you know, from talking to Pat there and talking to Michael. I think Pat said there's 12 under 20s coming into that squad and Michael has said how they're they're hungry for it and what they're adding in there. So hopefully that squad starts to take shape and plenty of young guys getting their opportunities as well. First off is Cork, as we said. Pat Ryan, new man at the helm. I managed to speak with him also. Okay, I'm here at the launch of the Munster Hurling League for 2023 and I'm joined by the Cork Hurling boss, Pat Ryan. Uh, Pat, like I said, it's the first time I've got to talk to you since you got the job. Um, what's it been like the last couple of months? Uh, has, has life changed any bit at all? Or maybe in a month's time you might have a, a different answer once once things get going. But uh, how's, how's life been the last couple of months since you got the job? That's good. Look, 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 very exciting. Look to be involved in this role and obviously putting plans in place to get back training. It looks sure, look, fantastic to be back training, you know, and looking forward to matches, looking forward to the Co-op Super Series League starting in in um, first week of January and stuff like that. So uh, we can't wait for that to get going. Your first test is uh, down in Tralee against Kerry. Uh, Tipperary uh, got a, a bit of a rude awakening there last year when they went down there. Um, so I suppose you know it's it's great to be going down to Kerry like and it'll be an important game for them. Uh, it, it playing the, the kind of Munster level teams you know that they won't get to face really for the rest of the year. So it's uh, it's going to be a tough test and you have to be you have to be ready for it. Oh yeah, I would have shot it. Look, look, I think I think the last time we went down as well, we were actually beating ourselves. I think uh, I think John Moyle was in charge at the time. Um, so look, look, obviously Kerry are making great strides and and uh, look, a huge hurling pocket there in North Kerry. So. Look, we'll be taking that very seriously. We'll go down there. Look, we'll be hoping for our lads put in a big performance. Look, obviously, we're in um, picking a panel mode at the moment as well. So every fella has, has to put their best foot forward. They want to be making our panel going forward. So we'll be expecting a big performance against Curry. How useful is this competition so early on in the year? So particularly for you, it's great to get a few games on board and, and get your feet under the table. And in terms of seeing players and who you want to bring with you into the league, it, it can be very useful, I imagine. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. Look, it gives us, a, as a new management team coming in, you know, obviously, there's a lot more add-ons with, 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 with senior hurling into county senior hurling than there would be even with under 20. So, look, it, it gives us, um, you know, putting our plans in place of how we deal on match day, how we deal around the dressing room and that type of stuff. It's fantastic. And look, obviously, you can't beat where there's structure of games that's happening and, you know, they'll all be played in good facilities with good management, good uh, referees and all that type of stuff around it. So, um, look, fantastic for us as a, as a county to get going. 
I think we had a very positive uh, championship in Cork in both hurling and football really um, obviously it was disappointing the way that, that St Finbar's lost to Bellier but it was a very close game and um, you know you'll have seen plenty of players you can see plenty of, of players who want are capable of throughout that championship it was a really exciting championship and one where we saw you know different clubs making their mark and like that you get to see more players then and I know maybe some of the old heads probably had, had their say in the championship this year but there will still been plenty of young talents on show as well yeah, look, look. I think, look. Since the restructuring of the the, the Cork Championship has made a huge difference. Um, it obviously gives players regular games, and look, regular games means the club clubs get better and stuff like that. Like so, look, we were delighted with the standard of the games and the standard of the competition. And it, look, I think the standard of refereeing has gone up in Cork as well. I think, um, look, there's a lot more physicality being allowed in the game. I think that's obvious to everybody. And I think, look, credit goes to Niall Barrett and his staff there and and, and referees and what they're doing in that. So, uh, look, delighted with the way that has developed over the last couple of years, and it, look, it makes. It makes my job easier and makes my job easier to pick fellas who are used to being competitive you know you mentioned physicality I imagine that's a huge area you'll be looking to improve on in 2023 like we see the way Limerick are and their size and what they can do on a pitch I imagine you, that you're looking at that as a benchmark to try and get up to that level physicality wise yeah, look, 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 obviously, look, you're trying to improve your physicality all the time and look, it's, it's not looking at any other counties or what they're doing, it's, it's we, we need to be as physical as we can be and, and look, fellas are developing very well inside the gym and like that, but it, look, look, physicality is an attitude, it's a mindset as well, not just not just big, huge, strong men, so look, we're looking for a mindset to change in that, that we're, we're really competitive and to know we're up for the fight every time we go out and play. Having been involved with uh, Cork underage teams for the past five or six years, you, you know, you have a great idea of what's out there, and I imagine you'll take great pride in bringing through some of those players and give them their senior, their first maybe senior games as well. Yeah, exactly. Look, look, those players have been brilliant for us when we've been involved as a management team with them. You know, so fantastic. But look, a lot of the credit for them to being where they are now at the moment is to themselves, their families, and their clubs. You know, we only had them for a small part of the time. So, look, there were a lot of them coming. I won't say ready-made, but we'd like to think we we maybe um, knocked off a few edges on them. But look, they came in as fantastic players for us, and we were thrilled with um, how they're performing. And look, as I said, look, we know the type of characters they are, which is great. You know, we know the characters of our players that we're getting. So that's a huge, a huge advantage for us. Going into the year, I'm sure you have goals and you have things that you want to achieve. Is maybe picking up a league title something you're looking at this year in your first season to just you know get get things rolling on a, on a positive note? Yeah, well, I suppose. Look, our job our job really is looked at. We take every game as serious as we can, and we'll see where that takes us. Look, I suppose our, our main focus is on is on Waterford on the 30th of, uh, 30th of April, then followed by Tipperary six days later. So that 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 six days is going to be used to new time for us. So home in Parky Keeve, but look. We need to set. We need to set the, the ball rolling and starting off in the Cork Super Stores League the way we want to play, what the level of expectation we want from the players and how they represent the jersey, and then carry that through the league every time. You know, so that's um, look. I, I think look, will we be taking the league seriously? We've taken every game seriously, uh, but look at the same time we need to train hard during the league as well so that we're ready for championship. There was a huge narrative last year about the way teams peaked coming into the season, and you know, I suppose there's a massive. Uh, sort of emphasis on, on the way Watford kind of seemed to peak for the league and really just fell flat in the championship. Do you, what do you make of that narrative? Do you think maybe just Watford just didn't really perform the championship for, for other reasons or do you, do you think maybe there was a bit of an element of Watford peak too early in the season? Oh, I wouldn't think so. Look, I look to be honest, they had a fantastic management team last year that had now gone into Tipperary. Look, I think uh, Liam Cahill has used the peak. I think, I think it's just, to be honest, I think, I think look, Cork, Cork got a momentum on him below in Waterford Park, Watts Park that day. Our lads were hurt from the performances and what was said about them after the Limerick and Clare games. And look, sometimes 
they were probably around Waterford and fellas were reading into it and telling them that they were going to be Cork Handy and unfortunately then for them not, not unfortunately for us but unfortunately for them look they caught Cork on a very very good day and um, look they weren't ready to, they weren't able to come out of it in the end but look as regards questioning whether they were overpeaked I, I, you know, a, a, a lad like Liam Cahill and Michael Beavens they have huge uh, experience in preparing teams so you know, I, would, I wouldn't think that had anything to do with it you know yeah, absolutely. Well, Pat, look, the very best to look for the year ahead. I'm sure I'll talk to you throughout the year. Thanks, sir. Cork will certainly be very uh, interesting in 2023. Pat seems like maybe the right man at the right time with the panel that is there. Um, I'm really looking forward to, to that game in Austin Stack Park on the 5th of January. I also spoke to St. Finbar's and Cork player Damien Catalan. All right, I'm joined by uh, Cork and St. Finbar's hurler Damien Catalan at the launch of the 2023 Munster Hurling League. Uh, Damien... Um, I suppose I haven't spoken to you since the, the game against Ballier. Um Look, I suppose it was a difficult loss, you know, so close. And how have you kind of reflected on it now a couple of weeks on? Have you sort of just parked it now and moved on from it? Or are you still kind of looking back at it maybe the odd time and thinking about it a few weeks on? I suppose, look, you try and park it as, as, as quick as you can, but you certainly kind of reflect back and see can you take any... Uh, any learnings or um, you know any improvements from it? Um, so I suppose, look, as a group, as individuals, maybe we've we've gone through it and, and taken what we can from it. And I suppose in a, in a couple of weeks again, we might meet, meet up as a group and um, and go through it collectively and see uh, see if there's places we can uh, we can improve for the next um, for the coming year. I suppose how important was it to be like you know a bit of a support network for Ben, like having missed the chance towards the end, and like for for a young guy, I'm sure that was a really difficult moment, but one that hopefully you know he learned from and it'll stand to him in the long run. Yeah, look, I suppose he'd been absolutely exceptional up until that stage, you know, and even at that, you know, it's a it's a hard thing for any uh, any player to do is to to step up with that um, with that sort of pressure to, to strike a, a free on a day like that you know when the conditions weren't perfect um, but look it's an experience for him he's a young young player um, the best of the best of all kind of points accumulators be it Ronan O'Gara and you know Johnny Sexton all these you know the best guys from all different sports um, they've all gone through that period of, of missing um, maybe an important score like and uh, it's a learning for him he'll learn from it he's a good kid and uh, he'll be back stronger for it like yeah I suppose then we're here to launch the Munster League um, I suppose less than a month now and we'll be we'll be into I think you're down in Austin Stack Park for, for the first game um, a new management team it's an exciting project I suppose and the start of it now will be these games in the Munster League yeah look it's a great it's, it's a great um, opportunity for guys I remember um, you know my my first game for, for the Cork Curlers came in a game against Kerry in uh, in a similar you know pre-season competition and um, yeah look it's a great opportunity to, to get guys together um, you know see can we kind of get a run of games under our belt and see what the game plays you know explore what our game plan is about in that um, and you know just get things underway for the year again I suppose Tipperary found out the hard way last year they went down to Chile for the first game and ended up on the losing side for the first time ever Kerry beating them and uh, Stephen Malumphy has made a lot of progress to that Kerry team you know it's a it's a much different prospect now going to play them in, in any competition I guess 
Yeah, definitely. I suppose I think it wasn't so long ago that we went down there. Was it 2019? I'd say maybe that uh, we went down to Tralee and were beaten down there as well. So, you know, it's it, it's not an easy game, and um, Kerry hurling is definitely you know improving in leaps and bounds. Um, so, you know, it's a it's a challenge that I suppose we're we're, we're looking to go down there and um, you know impose our, our our game plan and impose ourselves on the game and uh, you know I suppose put ourselves in a good position to get a result down there. I know you're only you know a short time into working with Pat already, but have you noticed anything so far that that's different from from what you've experienced uh, throughout the years with different coaches? Uh, you know, Pat. We've worked with Pat before. Uh, 2016-17, he was there. Um, then the under 20s, I suppose he was involved with a lot of younger guys as well. Like you know, so guys know what Pat's about, and Pat's a very positive guy, uh, great hurling man, and um, you know things are very positive so far. And, and guys are, are are you know hard at work, uh, which is important. Um, but you know, enjoying it as well, and uh, that's a, a massive part of of Pat's philosophy is you know working hard, but really enjoying that hard work as well. You know, so. Um, yeah, look, things are, are, are really good so far and we're, we're, we're looking forward to, to getting started with the games and that. I suppose it would be no harm to pick up a trophy early on in the year by taking home the, the trophy over there as well. It would be a good start. Yeah, any year you bring home any silverware is a, is, is, is a decent year. There's no t- bad time of year to be bringing home silverware. So, um, you know, every competition that you go into, make no bones about it, every competition that you go into, you're, you're, you're going out to try and win it. Um, Sometimes it works out, other times it doesn't. But um, yeah, we'll be going and, and, and trying to, to get as much as we can out of it and um, see can we get a run of games and a couple of wins. Yeah, I think everyone knows that there's plenty of talent in Cork and there's a fine squad there. Is it just about you know getting into a place where they can just express that and go on the pitch and, and just play the way that we, 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 we've all seen them play you know, club games and maybe they've shown more, the players, certain players have shown more with their clubs than when they're in a court jersey is it just maybe bringing that into the fold now and putting putting the squad in a place where all those players can just express that talent they have yeah I think so look in every sport there's there's levels you know and as you go up the levels from, from junior club right up to, to senior club and then from from that on to senior inter-county there's, there's levels and you have to go up the, the levels with it um, but you can't forget what you're what you're good at either you know um, and I think that I suppose the group of players we have are, are very talented and I think we just need to kind of back ourselves now to, to go out and um, express, express that talent as, as best we can um, um, look, if we can if we can do that, and we we bring the best of ourselves, and it's not good enough at the end of the day, it's not good enough. Um, but you'd be hoping that uh, that it would be good enough. Yeah, absolutely, Damien. Thanks. Best of luck for the year. You've spoken to Damien a few times with, with Red FM and before the uh, the Ballet game as well. So uh, I was speaking to him afterwards, and he mentioned how we spent a few summers in Abbey Dorney. He's good friends with John Egan. Irish international of course Public of Ireland international and Sheffield United player John's mom is an Abbey Dorney woman so I always make sure we lay claim to him whenever he heads one in for Ireland um, I think they might have took part in uh, might have taken part in a few underage training sessions back in the day in, in Abbey Dorney also so uh, yeah, I'm sure Damien's looking forward to coming to Tralee also now Limerick are the other team Kerry will face Tuesday January 17th 7pm in McNeville Park in Rathkeel 
reigning All-Ireland champions of course here is former Limerick hurler and now selector Don Lugrady. I am joined by Limerick selector Don Lugrady at the launch of the 2023 Munster Hurling League. Um, look, another year as, as uh, going in as, as Ireland champions into the into the pre-season. Um, you, you face Cork, which will be an interesting game, I'm sure. Um, Pat's first game is, is against Kerry. Uh, so look, it, it's it's good. I suppose these pre-season games, you know, it, it's good to, to, to get get the ball rolling on the season. Yeah, uh, very important. I think it's great to come back with a competitive match, isn't it? So um, yeah, so we've Cork and or sorry, Kerry and Cork in the, in the first two games, which will be uh, should be great just to get back on the pitch and. I suppose maybe looking for a game or two in January might be hard because if we if we didn't have this um, this co-op um, Munster League, so it's been great. Two competitive games. Um, looking forward to it. Obviously, there'll be Fitzgibbon Cup lads on on uh, on all counties in the group. So whether they'll be available or not is is for another day. But um, yeah, looking forward to it. And I think the lads are just kind of looking forward to getting back as well. No. Yeah, it's interesting. I suppose from from a Kerry point of view, it's it's a big competition for them because. It's the only experience they're going to get through the year of facing the likes of yourselves that play Munster Championship year in, year out. So it's a big opportunity for the Kerry boys. Yeah, it is. And um, like I can remember last year, I think, the, the, the beat Tipperary didn't yeah. end the game. Yeah. And there's no doubt that gave them a massive lift. And yeah, it's great for them. Um, but at the same time, I wouldn't, I suppose, underestimate them at the same time. You know, um, they've had a good year. Uh, last year, uh, beating the final. Um, you know, it'll be interesting because you're going to have Pat fresh with Cork. Limerick anxious to get back at it. Kerry saying, you know what, we'll have a cut off, uh, off both. So, yeah, it's great that the group is kind of set up that way as well, you know, so we don't have to travel too far anywhere when we're, when we're playing either county. Exactly, yeah. Um, looking at the league then, of course, uh, not too far away either. Um, Look, I, I think a lot of people spoke about your league campaign last year, and look, at the end of the day, it didn't mean much. You went on to win a Munster and All Ireland, but will you looking to will he be looking to maybe try and pick up a title this year, and maybe you know get a few more wins in the league than, than what you did last year? Yeah, I think last year, like we were very disappointed with the results in the league. There was no stage we were beating 12, 14 points, you know. Um, like we'd be disappointed now, there's no doubt, and maybe not going back trying until Jan, or in, until January. Um, played its part in that, you know, and um, that was hard to take because the boys are they don't like losing, you know, and it can bring its own maybe not disappointment after a morale could be that bit lower than normal, you know. So you know yourself like winning means everything, whether it's a league game or it, it just it, you know you get great confidence out of it, and um, no, it'd be nice to start off the year with. Like it's, it must be incredible the mindset that the guys have, like most of them are still 25, 26, to have won what they've won already. Just going into every season, relishing every game, like it's incredible because there isn't really any more pressure on them now. Like they know what they know what their level at they're at and you know, the likes of Gerard Hegarty, like he's he doesn't have to prove anything anytime he steps on the pitch. He can just embrace the opportunity to wear a Limerick jersey and to try and win more titles. Yeah, I, I would say there's probably a, a collective maybe pressure or an expectation inside that we, you know, you're looking to fulfil your potential as a group, you know, and um, this year be no different. Obviously, with the round robin in Munster, some of the matches were rip roaring and stuff last year, and we were lucky to get to come out the right side of it. Um, this year, there's a lot of new managements, which usually give an injection to whatever county they are. Um, 
So yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, we, we were away at Cork in the first league game, fourth um, of February, I think. So down in Parky Creeve. So like you're probably playing a game in February that you would have played ten years ago in, in April or May. The quality of the pitch down there. So it'll be lively from the off and. Uh, most pitches now are a great standard as well, which kind of just increases the, I suppose, the spectacle as well from early on in the league. So, um, no, it's been good. So we're looking forward. Yeah. To it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a tricky one, no doubt. Absolutely. Well, Donald, very best look for the year. Thanks, Thank you. Yeah, I'm certainly a big fan of Donald. It was great to pick his brains on all things Limerick hurling and discussing the the upcoming season. Uh, Nicky Quaid was also there on the day to represent the uh, the panel for Limerick, but uh, yeah, Donald's a uh, fascinating character and even the way he answers questions you know he, uh, he takes his time he thinks about his answers and uh, yeah certainly a, an important uh, important character within that Limerick setup. now some, something that kind of only hit me on the way home in the car was how lucky I was to get to interview Owen Kelly the son of God as he's known in Tipperary um, he's on David Fitzgerald's backroom team in Waterford for 2023 it's Funny enough, like you've Liam Cattle going back to Tip and Owen, Owen Kelly heading over the border and the in the opposite direction to Waterford. I spoke to Owen about that. Tipperary face Waterford in the opener of the Munster League Tuesday, January third at seven PM in Fraherfield on Garvin. Must commend the fixture making process because it's thrown up some some great encounters for a pre season tournament. Owen Kelly also describes what it's like we're working with and learning from Davy Fitz. I'm joined by uh, a legend of the game, Owen Kelly. Uh, Owen, I suppose different colours if for 2023. Uh, you're a selector with Waterford. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you're looking forward to the season ahead. Yeah, definitely. And the Munster League is going to kick it off there now and you get a chance to get to see <coughs> some new players, young players, guys putting in a lot of effort and training now, see what they're like. And uh, look, the Munster Championship is always competitive when I played it and myself was competitive and it hasn't changed. It's actually more competitive now with the round robin. So something to look forward to there now. And uh, look, all the water without this year and I'm looking forward to it, excited about it and you know, enjoying it so far, even though it's just a pre-season trend that's going on now. Yeah, I suppose it's a bit of new and old in Waterford with, with Davy going back. And look, obviously it's a huge story whenever Davy's around. He's one of the you know biggest characters in the GAA. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people just in Munster excited that he's back coaching a team in the championship again. I think so. And look, he's probably one of the long, longest serving GA managers you know, since Brian Cody has stepped away now. He probably is the longest serving GA manager. Maybe that's, that's out there. And, the experience and I suppose the hunger and drive he brings to it is is is, is admirable. Like you know, I see that with him. Like he's he still has that hunger for the game. Like and that's incredible. You know, considering all the, the years that that he's done. And you know, look, he's a former All Ireland winning manager then with Clare. So I suppose you know he's an experienced manager coming into into Waterford. So um, they're delighted to have him and, and to and a guy that's bringing that experience. Yeah, you personally must be very excited to be working alongside him and to be learning from him and watching him on the training pitch. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, um, previously worked with Liam Sheedy, another All Ireland winning manager. So to work with uh, Davy Fitz is going to be brilliant going forward. And you no, know, in this game you're always learning. You're always picking up new experiences and learning. And uh, that's uh, that's the thing with it. Every day is is a school day, as they say. So you never stop learning in, in this game. And you know, it has moved on. It has moved on in the last couple of years again, and it'll move on again. I'm sure in the next few years, but. It's, uh, it's ex- exciting times. Yourself and uh, Liam Cattle are passing me by in the border, I suppose, uh, figuratively. Um, you're going into a project that he has left, and he's coming in, obviously, back into Tipperary again. It'll be an interesting... It, it's obviously going to be a lot of media attention on that, but it is going to be interesting, I suppose. Yeah, it probably will. And look, I think Liam Cattle 
had brilliant days at Waterford, you know, and getting to all Ireland final in 2020, you know, he really lifted their game and they were very exciting to watch under under Link Cal and I'm sure he'll bring the same thing to Tipperary and you know, with Tipperary he's won minor all Ireland and under 20 and 21 all Ireland with that, that group of players, so I think he's the right fit for, for the Tip team and the age profile that the young, uh, the guys are at there now, so, you know, for Tip it's, ex- it's exciting times ahead as well, like, and, you know, that's before I was even mentioned Limerick there at the top of their game the last couple of years, so you know, they're probably we're all probably in the chasing pack to Limerick. But that's when you get involved in teams and in, in competitions to see can you can you get up to a level to take them on and sure the Corks tips, Waterfords and Clares, that's what we'll be looking to do. I suppose you, you meet each other in this competition in the Munster Hurling League, which will be an interesting day for you, I suppose. It'll be a strange one, but an interesting one. Yeah, it'll probably be a strange day, but uh, look, you'll experience, uh, I'll experience a, new, a new thing that day as well, but it will be, and look, at the end of the day, you'll probably be giving players experience and seeing what they're like with their first time maybe playing inter-county match and that, and that's the exciting thing. That's, that's where you get your buzz, seeing players developing and training and then seeing can they bring it to the, the, the playing pitch and... Uh, Look, once the game starts, you just focus on your team and seeing how you can maybe out outwit the opposition or maybe they're after making a move and seeing how you can stop that. So that's that's what you're involved in. That's what the that's the enjoyment in it. I suppose the Betty Gunner guys are gonna be huge when they come back whenever their campaign does end, you know, to be playing such high quality games all the time deep into the winter. Like it's gonna to stand to them majorly come come this the championship um, season. Most definitely, yeah, yeah. And the, the club environment they're in with Ballygunner is very, very strong, like very healthy and you know it's of inter county standard that's why they're competing in other club finals and winning them. So you know they'll bring a great buzz back in and you know Davy has left those guys alone with Ballygunner to do their thing and I suppose they have a big game coming now against Bally Hill Shamrock, so it's going to be um great to have them back in when they eventually come back in. So they're uh, they're a great, great team. There's a great hunger in, in Waterford, obviously, and there'll be a lot of expectation as well now. This group have shown what they're capable of over the last couple of years, and it'll be all about picking up a bit of silverware, though, I suppose, at the, at the end of the season. Yeah, sure. I think that's what every team's goal is, what they set out with, you know what I mean? But, like, look, you, you break it back down to even the Munster Championship, like, Waterford have to get out of Munster like, first, you know what I mean? And that's going to be a, a hard task, and then you can bring it back to the league. No water probably will try to see can they blood some new players in the league as well. Like so, there's all different goals and different challenges along the way. Obviously, the ultimate goal for every team is to win the All Ireland at the end of the year. But uh, do you know, there's I know when Liam Sheedy took over us over years ago, he's talked about the journey. Like, and I think that is something that you only realise when you're involved. Like that, teams make progress and progression, and then they get to a certain stage. And I suppose the stage is to put yourself in the picture in those finals like, but there's a lot of hard work to be done and a lot of luck needed along the way too to put yourself in those positions But and Waterford have been there in the past so that's the goal that's the challenge and that's why we all we all knuckle down this time of the year trying to prepare your team as best as you can and uh, sure Waterford no different than and the other teams in the, in the Munster Championship they're all putting the work in now Absolutely well on very best luck for the season thanks a minute Cheers. Yeah absolutely Privileged to chat to Owen Kelly there at the launch of the 2023 Co-op Superstores Munster Hurling League. Okay, we're coming to the end of the show. In terms of a schedule, I don't really have one planned out yet. Uh, Once the action is back in full flow, I will be able to plan out a consistent schedule of when the Kerry Hurling Show will drop. Um, Look, at the moment, it's probably looking maybe like a bi-weekly thing. Just to get everything, everything covered in good time and like that the more important fixtures obviously then you know we will be making you know an auxiliary podcast here or there to to make sure we cover all the big games and uh 
yeah, coming into next summer, it could be interesting, you know, when we're trying to, to cover all the club action as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to doing all of that. I know there are plenty of topics and discussions to be had. So like I said, if you want to get in touch, any ideas, questions, topics you want discussed, drop an email, Kerry Hurling Show, all one word and lowercase at gmail.com. Kerry Hurling Show at gmail.com. Until the next time, I've been Aidan Leahy and you can hear me on the Big Red Bench of Corks Red FM Saturday 6pm. Take care, happy Christmas and thank you for listening.